Hello and welcome to Antique Dust. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. And we are following the glorious, glorious Yossi drama that is Howard's Woo. That was a bonkers episode. That was a really bonkers, was bonkers episode, bonkers. but it's absolutely fabulous. So welcome, 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 everybody. We've had our festive break. Yes. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Happy and New all Year. that. And yeah. Happy Easter. The blah, Easter blah, eggs blah. are back in the shops Yeah, and, and if you're listening to this at any other time of the year, well, We'd like then... to apologise. <laughs> so anyway, this was episode seven of series three. It first broadcast on the 18th of October, 1987. Wow. Oh my gosh! This is, I think this is the episode where everything transitions into some sort of wild soupiness drama. Well, where... there was lots of wild soupiness in this, wasn't there? <laughs> there was. There was. <laughs> wild. Oh, so anyway, last the last episode we watched, um, uh, Leo, Amanda, and Jack had been out scuba diving trying to find the wreckage of the Lynette, mm. and they found it. Yay! Some sort of keel thing that was held aloft. And yes. we were like, yay! Um, but the Mermaid Yard is in financial stuck because mm-hmm. the um, Barracuda has been put on hold. Nobody's putting orders in because of all the drama that think that the um, uh, sort of like the boat yard is yes. making dodgy boats, etc. Yes. And uh, uh, so they're in trouble. They're in, they're in trouble. They're in trouble. And Tom has uh, was reached out to by Jan and said, "Do you want to borrow some money?" And he said something a little bit different. Say. So, do you want to buy into the mermaid? And uh, she's readily agreed. Yes. But, 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 Tom has not told Jack. Yeah. So there's a rather awkward encounter <laughs> <laughs> at the start of this episode when John turns up with champagne. Yeah, to or, celebrate or, the, yeah. The, the new partnership. Or champagne. Champagne of some well, it was it was a, it was a bottle of fizz. I mean, I'm, yeah, this is this was like the first like okay, the amount of bottles of champagne they have opened out in Tarrant. You just thought every even in the glove box, although we don't condone drunk driving or anything, because you might spill some. Um, that everyone should have fluted glasses, but no. I mean, how many times have they opened a bottle of champagne in in the Mermaid Yard and put it into tumblers? I mean, really, just invest in a few fluted glasses. Yes, it's every funny. business should have at least a couple of fluted glasses for those occasions when you open champagne exactly um so anyway, jan mm-hmm. arrives and says oh come to celebrate and tom says oh, so oh we'll come in and there's a bit of a nice sort of friendly arm sort of arm over the uh, over the shoulder thing yes. as he walks her into uh the um the mermaid yard yeah. office but the friendly atmosphere doesn't last very long no because Jack's come away from sort of celebrating with uh, Leo and Amanda in the Jolly Sailor. Yes. While Amanda's sipping on a tankard, a pint, a dimpled glass of, of bitter. I don't, don't really think that's a... That's, doesn't a, really, that's not that, really... That's an, not quite on brand, is it, really? For, <laughs> but I guess 
Neil needs must. Uh, needs must. So Jack walks in and uh, into in, into the um, the mermaid office, being quite sort of like uplift and think everything's okay. We need to go to the bank and tell the bank about the good news and everything. And Tom says, "Well, we don't need to go to the bank because we've got Jan's money because Jan's bought in." And Jack throws a strop. <laughs> yes. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. And I really, I genuinely thought. We would never have to delve into the mysterious black box that is the How's mermaid yard's um, corporate corporate structure. So I think I think I probably concluded that it may have been at one point, but the mermaid yard is probably no longer a subsidiary of Relton. No, yeah, if it I'll ever if it ever really was, not sure about that. Um, but when they're talking about buying shares and so on, then I'm going to conclude that the Mermaid Yard is probably a limited company. Yes. Uh, and in that case, Jack's outrage and saying to Tom that you can't do that, Jack is spot on because you can't, <laughs> you can't transfer do. shares okay. in a limited company without a director's meeting and agreement and a majority of the directors. So assuming that Tom and Jack are the directors of Mermaid Yard, limited then absolutely tom legally yeah. cannot transfer his shareholding to his wife, wife. or so, part of his shareholding but yeah. so so <coughs> so this is where the howard's way goes into soupy territory so we have to suspend disbelief there's quite a lot of suspension of disbelief required in this episode to be honest there is there is a lot and say so we've also got uh so so jan is is that is sort of the Jan storyline with this is it's actually quite good because she she uh, say Bill is quite for it because him and his 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 crew his team of men uh, get to keep the jobs because yeah. no, there was very little money to actually pay yeah. um, so now and, and to their be, jobs and are to, safe yeah and to, and to be honest uh, his his out, outrage his justified outrage aside sort of Tom's blatant disregard of the Companies Act. Um, Jack's a bit of a stuck record, really, mm. isn't he? I mean, it's getting a bit personal. I just find find it a bit boring. You know, this repeti- rep- repetitious cycle of outrage and camaraderie and outrage and camaraderie. It's just, it just beginning to get a bit... Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, just it, you know, rinse and repeat. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, I think the, 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 the script writers are, are just going over old ground here um but we we all know that jack has to go go with the punches and because like the mermaid yard has gone through financial troubles many many times before um and i think jack just thinks he's teflon coated where nothing will stick and it will still go along as as jolly good but now it is out of his hands yeah um, so there was a bit of a groundhog day feeling about all of that yes it was like from outrage. series one sort of yeah. thing he was just like mm, come on but obviously he's a little bit he's a little bit upset which is which is justifiable well he is justified in his his being upset with someone transferring shares without consulting him yeah so but um bill's behind but bill's for it tom puts his foot down so look we're not going to get any money from the bank and it might take ages to before we can do but it's a this is a start in the right place right direction we've got a cat injection we can do that and um jan asked bill for a tour of the boat sheds and everything bill goes through and get she gets wolf whistled and then gets a little bit of backhander and then 
Jan from, from the staff from the staff from the the workers and Jan Jan lets rip yay Jan we love Jan yes <laughs> yeah I'm not too, I'm not too, too sure it was all about professional what she did but yeah, it got a point across it, she did get her point across that without her they'd all be out of a job yeah and uh, and Bill's Bill's behind this purchase so or, or this this management change um, which is all this is, that, that's quite good because he's like the old trusted he's the sort of uh, the voice on the, the shoulder of Jack um, so I think he will eventually come round um, and then we go to more business business bollocks with, Lord help us <laughs> with Wenger Wenger's on the back of, of the yacht um, with well, Charles Veng- the and Gerald <laughs> the Wenger was the Wenger boys are coming but I mean, what I find really peculiar is that he's calling them Charles and Gerald uh, which obviously is their name, but in the, the German thing, they would call that they would miss. Yeah. They would. Yeah. It, w- it wouldn't be as, as informal as, as that. I have to say, you know, and uh, he's definitely going for the Claude Dupont Award for well, dodgiest accent. accent. I mean, it's like it's uh, like a low, a low. I'm expecting <laughs> him to start looking for the fallen Madonna with the, the big the boobies. Big boobies. <laughs> yeah, his and accent. Van Klomp. His accent is a little bit all over the place. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere in Europe, but we can't quite put our finger but the, on it. I mean, again, it's, this is more Tarrant business bollocks, where they are having conversations about buying shares and cash injections, and Charles is, is heavily gearing. And then we have a scene with uh, Gerald taking out cash from his bank. Big chunks of cash yeah, from this, his bank account. And of course, this was the 1980s when taking big chunks of cash out of the bank didn't trigger any sort of money laundering investigations particularly. <laughs> and, it, and you got it delivered in, in big wadges and stuck in your bag. And I mean, it's, becoming, really? it's becoming very apparent that he's cleared down his bank account and well, he's it's now, now in, in overdraft. It's now in overdraft. Um, which is, uh, um, so that's yeah, like, can't comes to the um, yeah. Well, let's leave. Yeah, let, we'll leave. We'll, we'll park that, that for a let's moment. Let's park that because um, that's so, too good to rush. <clears throat> that's too good. Yes, too good to rush. Um, so Gerald is off to yeah. Zurich yeah. or something, and yeah. is, or he, he's, he's got to entertain this new. Yeah. So he and he and Polly meet up with um, this the managing director of some company or other and his wife wife for dinner. For um, for reasons that I can't quite remember, and Polly's po- Polly's been told she doesn't really want to go out after after all these episodes and this whole series where she's been trapped in the house and she's not gone anywhere. Um, now she's going somewhere. Oh, I've got a headache. I don't want to go. Although she is dressed amazingly, well, she's, she's got, dressed to go out, but she's she's whinging. She's whinging. So so uh, it gives her some aspirin. Aspirin, and then tells they, her to buck up. Buck up, and then Polly does her what Polly's therefore really as in the lavender marriage to wine and dine and uh, entertain and she does a very good job of it and yes. the, 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 the Gerald is, is trying to close him coming on board with the company I don't know what he's going to bring to it but that, I mean, that's never really identified <laughs> No, <laughs> not really. Or maybe, maybe I maybe I just didn't pay attention at that point. But I wasn't really quite sure what what the heck was supposed to be going on, going going on there. But clearly, in this dinner, uh, which we won't rush, we we're not going to rush to the finale. No. But clearly, in this dinner, Polly seems a little bit smitten with with, with what's his, his chap. What's his name? Um, Jeff. Jeff. Um, 
and it's she's and sell- she's, she's gawping at him over the table. Yeah, uh, so alluring, <laughs> an alluring glance. I think, I think she was gawping. Uh, well, because the, 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 his hit the sort of the the, the chap's wife can't stay around to have a look around but he's going to have a bit of a tour of the area to look at schools and houses and all that sort of palaver um so polly says well i'll do it i'll show you around so and that's like ooh, ooh. and uh sorry evie has now decided our lovely little tuffy cat she's now decided she's not getting enough attention and now she wants to fight with our toes and hands and anything that moves um so <laughs> so anyway polly the following day is in her nice little peugeot 205 convertible dressed very very sort of well and he's coming out of a little gallery uh on the sort of sort of on the front um and uh, as she shows him around and then we have another scene with them coming into the house her house and she says oh right what would you like i'll have a whiskey and whiskey and water no ice and she prepares herself and said, oh, I'm just going to, to get changed. Cause it's, these very are quite, it's very hot. It's a very hot day. So she comes back dressed in a lovely floral floral outfit. Um, and then sort of he gives her a little gift as a thank you, which is a little sort of actually a really bad painting. Yeah, it's horrible. Really, it's, 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 it's a, a nice frame. It's a nice frame. It's, it's, it's an awful it's, painting. It's, uh, awful painting uh, in a sort of exclusive box. And she, oh, that's very nice, and gives him a pick check on a, a peck on the cheek, and then and then she goes in for a full. Then she goes on, and he gives it. He gives back. Well, yes, I. I mean, I think you know we, we sort of saying is Polly misreading the signal. I'm not so sure. I though. don't think she. I yeah. think she maybe took it a little bit further than he'd intended, but I. Th- I think there was a degree of yeah, he was a mutuality until he gets cold feet and pushes her away, and then she. But then she. Oh, don't be silly, and then. Yeah, and then yeah. she pushes it that further, and then he runs. Yes, <laughs> yes. And for some reason, Polly falls to the, to the floor in the no! hall, pounding, pounding the, the floor and, and chewing the carpet and foaming at the mouth for which to, <laughs> seemed a little a little bit over the top. Really, I mean, I mean, really. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, so this is like melodrama. I think Polly's just making the most of her scenes because she's had bugger all to do in this series, which is really, yeah. apart from being moody and say like, Gerald's not spending enough time with her. But then again, Gerald's never spent a great deal of time that with was her. Their, that was their arrangement. <laughs> that, that, was, that was their it's arrangement. It's one, one of my issues is that Polly's gone from that being independent and entertaining lovers in the London flat, etc., etc. They just sort of turned her into sort a of house fry. Sort of, yeah, yeah, who's just whinging and moaning. Yeah. And, and, and Ch- I'd say Charles is fully aware of Polly's thing because he was asking, is Polly attending with you? Um, because obviously Polly is the whining and dining yeah. machine. She's the hostess with the most. And she will put out to get. So it's like, it's like one of those sort of, she comes with extra benefits because she's, she's up for that. So... You just feel like, oh God, poor Polly. I mean, it's, I, I feel sorry. For, sorry, that her character is just—they're not doing anything with her. And I, think, I mean, this is really wedging it further forward. I mean, she's get, she's getting something a bit meaty, so she's really going for it in a bit of a panto fashion. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit panto. So, which is a bit like oh, poor Polly. So, ne- neatly going on, we have um, uh, the Emma, the boat boffin. Um, she mm-hmm. comes in and she says, "Well, you've." She c- comes in holding some. Come uh, to the yard. Comes to the yard, 
um, speaks with with uh, Tom and said, "Oh well, I'd just like to congratulate you. You've, you've designed a really good boat." It's like because this is the boat that sunk the Lynette. Yes. And uh, so so finding the the, the keel seems to have done the trick. They're able to identify that actually it wasn't a fault with the with the, the boat. boat at all, but the boat was struck an object and sunk. Yeah. So uh, so Tom is very relieved, but to, to clear his name, it's, it could go through courts and everything like that. So Emma has suggested rather than go through the court system, go to the widowed, um, the, 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 the widowed wife and uh, and see if she will do something with an announcement that it isn't anything, get the press involved and do it that way rather than try to create a legal through-haul. Um, and so Tom said, oh, right, that's yeah. a good idea. So they can avoid the cost of the legal, the court case and all the rest of it. Um, and they've got, you know, they've got the, the evidence that yeah, and that anyone's going. Everyone's going to agree with. So, so it seems very lo- logical that the, the the widow will back down from the court case since the yeah. evidence is incontrovertible. Yeah, so, I mean, which is which is which is really good. And I think, yay! Oh, there's a little bit of a chemistry now between Tom and Emma. Um, so Tom says, "I'll take you out for a meal." And she said, "No, I'm going to take you out for a meal." I said, "Well, I'll buy the champagne then." She more said, champagne. More champagne. Hopefully not served in a bloody tumbler. <laughs> not to go to because it Caspers or is it because it Caspers? Is it Caspers? Yes, but they, they we don't be... see Caspers anymore. No, um, to another favourite place. So or is it the another... yacht, the yacht club, or no? We've seen that we have we have a scene in the yacht club. We haven't seen much of the yacht club now, um, but um, we have have a scene with. Leo and Amanda. Well, we, so the storyline with Leo and Amanda <coughs> is um, uh, so she's let's go. He's got a, a meet and greet with the parents, an official thing at the yeah. yacht club. But before this happens, isn't isn't doesn't he have his encounter with Ken? Well, there, yeah. So he's invited to actually no. It's just that was afterwards. Was it? That, yeah. So uh, we have. Uh, we'll get to the Ken storyline a little bit, but um, we've got so the the. Sort of oh, start again. Uh, bah, 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 bah. It's not just the excitement. The Amanda oh, just, and Leo. You can barely, con- you can barely <laughs> contain yourself. <laughs> so they meet up with the the, the parents, so Amanda's parents, and it's a little bit awkward. And he's got his crash helmet, so he's gone on his bike. And there's a big thing about his crash helmet and everything. And he only has a glass of orange. But previously, he was drinking tankards of beer in the pub at lunchtime. <laughs> so, oh, was, that the, was it the same, same day? day? Yeah. Was it the same day? Because cause in the Jolly Sailor, the Amanda was telling him, uh, but right, remember, we're meeting up with Daddy. Right. <laughs> so it's the same day. So he can't drink a dry. He can't drink a ride, but he's had a pint of bitter at lunchtime. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be shandy. <laughs> it's a panda pop. A panda pop is actually shandy. Um, so they meet up and there's a bit of an awkward scene. The, the, the mother, Amanda's mother, seems a bit vacant. And, oh, he seems very lovely. Um, and the, the father is labouring the point about Amanda's engagement. And and Leo points out, well, she's broken off that engagement. And he apparently didn't know. And he didn't know. So, um, But I think maybe there's a, there's a little bit of a similarity between... Um, uh, so Amanda and um, maybe I'm reading too much into it. Amanda's dad sort of marrying Amanda into a good family because it might be something like business. Like Anna Lee's dad is trying to do with Anna Lee. That's Jan's designer. So, um, so 
Um, which which we've not come on to yet. We've not come on to yet. But say, but Amanda, Leo says, I love Amanda. That's what that escalated quickly. Well, it did. I was rather. Uh, and and Amanda suggests they go over to the the cow's ball because yeah. her, her daddy has a flat over there that's never used. So they go over there and then she insists he has to get a um, a, a tuxedo. Yeah. So this is after they've they've sort of stormed out from the the dinner with the with yeah. the parents. He didn't even touch his orange juice. Yeah. So <laughs> so Amanda's father yeah puts on the heavy thing about about them not being together and then they storm off angrily. Yes. Can't yeah. miss. Can't forget that. Bit. Yeah. Angrily. Storm off ang- angrily. Angrily storming. Angrily storming. <laughs> so we we see them and then we have. Um, that's a, a scene where um, Leo is sort of arm deep, elbow deep into a, a speed bike thing. You know those those water water bikes and or jet uh, ski. Jet ski. And Ken comes along and says, right, um, "Do you fancy working for me?" And obviously Leo's had a bit of a, a set to with 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 Ken previously because when he was doing his whole Greenpeace thing, he set some jobs that beat him up and put him in hospital. Yeah, yeah. and also he Leo used to work for Ken. In the petrol station, yeah. but he quit angrily um, <laughs> over Ken's relationship with Jan. With Jan, so, but uh, I don't know why Ken is getting involved with Leo. Well, this is Ken. Ken approaches Leo after uh, he's after Ken's learned about Jan's investment in the Mermaid Yard. Ah, uh, oh, yes. So I think there's a subtext. There's a subtext there. there. So so keep people close so he knows what's going on. Sort yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Um. So uh, and Leo says, mm, "No, I don't want a job. I'm, I've got this. I'm sort of renting out sort of windsurfers and kayaks and blah blah blah." Um. But Ken says, "Well, I'll give you fifty pounds for the morning for it, and I'll show you the boats, and uh, maybe it's already looking to do sort of powerboat racing." Well, that's all right. That sparks a little bit yes. of interest in Leo, uh, which is understandably so because it is good fun. Um, because an earlier scene that we had with uh, Sarah, Sarah, uh, Sarah and uh, and Ken, Sarah is threatening to sell her shares to um, Charles. Yes, and see my previous comments about transferring shares in limited companies that are not necessarily <laughs> yes. as, as, as easy as that because we yeah so um yeah so there does seem to be a like mm, right okay what's going on here um so uh, and also ken has struck a deal to sell these power boats with 30 villas so um so the, the developers when they're selling these villas over and wherever um they can that each villa comes with this powerboat and he's going to be supplying the powerboats which is a big that's a big order well, it certainly great. is it's yeah. quite extraordinary which is well done Ken yes and obviously Sarah presumably not, the villas come with parking for like mooring sweetie <laughs> <laughs> um, so you drive powerboats but you still moor them yeah you, you still moor you still moor your powerboats alright okay <laughs> you only park it if it's on a trailer on the car park yeah <laughs> Speaking of which, uh-huh. power boats on trailers. Uh, which ones? Are well, that's John's big idea oh, for the Mermaid yes. Yard. Yeah, it's like Jan is now because from hating the Mermaid Yard, she's now coming up with lots of boat ideas. So she walks in um, with 
uh, with Tom sort of doodling a new boat and she comes up with this wonderful idea for people that sort of want a boat to entertain on and do all the bits and pieces so do a different type of sort of for a uh, market a boat f for a different market but give the that market what they're looking for yeah so like a it's like a starter boat she's she's pitching mm. uh, an, an entry level uh power boat that you can hitch to the back of a car quite a big car i mean yeah, you're yeah, not gonna yeah. be hitch it to the back of your yeah. mini metro no no not an mg metro no <laughs> from series one no it'd have to be like your sort of your standard volvo estate or something yeah, or a land rover land or something like that so so jan's already sort of coming up with ideas and that seems like oh that sounds like a good idea um so but leo has fun with ken on this big speedboat mm. which is sort of out on the uh, on the estuary uh, on the Solent, on the Solent. Uh, Solent. which the look, <laughs> in fairness, it looks like it was having really good, good fun doing that. Um, so, and Leo is captivated by said gorgeous boat, and they seem to be circling around this other boat, which has conveniently got <laughs> Sir Edward on it with Sir John. It's a small world, and, and Sir John is telling Sir, Sir Edward that Charles is heavily gearing himself. So it's just like lots of the business intrigue, yeah. which isn't very intriguing. Yeah. Or so, so basically, I think Sir John is warning Sir Edward that if he takes if he takes us too far, he could end up basically bankrupting his son. Yeah. So, um, but so he's just thinking, oh yeah. So it, but it, uh, Sir Edward's not too not too bothered not, not about, too that. Bothered about all that. So I think he just wants Charles to be under control and maybe bankrupting him will make him the person in control of him, uh, which is a little bit naughty, a bit narcissistic, yeah. but hey. But hey. <laughs> so meanwhile, back at the design studio, design studio or the House of Howard or whatever it's House called. House of Howard. Um, uh, I say that Anna, Anna has, a, has, a, has a discussion with um, uh, sort of her father, because the father is saying, you're not answering my calls, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Um, and uh, he wants a decision, um, or basically wants the decision he wants, and uh, Anna is, like, running scared. So Anna runs. She gives she gives a little note to Leo to give to Jan, um, and and then runs and leaves. And yeah, Leo she leaves Jan well and truly in the lurch, in the middle of the collection. Yeah, so... It's uh, it's so uh, it's uh, it's just a bit of high drama. But Anna, Anna, Anna Lee doesn't seem to act very well. <laughs> She's all a bit, it's it's all a bit waif and stray sort yeah. of thing. So <laughs> it's, it's all it's all a bit flimsy, really, isn't it? <laughs> so it just there's not really a great deal of drama because we're not that that invested in Anna Lee. She's no. only probably had about half a dozen or a dozen lines, um, and they're always like, "Why is me? Where is me?" sort of routine. So. So yeah, yeah, so so she's she's done a runner. Um, Leo gives the message to to Jan, and Jan said, "Why didn't you call me? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you stop her?" I said, "Well, it's not for me to stop." Yeah. And, and then Leo has a knack of turning everything, making everything about him. <laughs> Which is, it's just this is like this. It's the soap soapiness is just a, just outstandingly soapy. <laughs> Um, and then we go. Then we have. It's quite hilarious. They're going across to the Isle of Wight. Yeah, so on, this on, is Leo and Amanda on, on the 
on the ferry. The ferry ride takes all of 20, 25 minutes. It doesn't take that long. You can see the Isle of Wight. I mean, maybe 40 minutes if it's a high wind. But they're all on this boat where Amanda's dressed in this big ball gown. And, and Leo's in a white tuxedo. <laughs> I said, oh, let's go and dance. And this, the ferries, the ferries bar where you've got like a, yeah. a biker pirate that's denim in a leather jacket. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was bonk. I mean, this this, this whole sequence, it was bonkers. <laughs> it totally was, bonkers. It's really, I think it, it was only, only to, to potentially sort of spy out that Anna Lee was on the yeah. ferry. Uh, so Leo spots it after they're trying to do Leo. I mean, is, Leo's a trained uh, the actor. Yeah. Well, Highmore is a trained actor, trained dancer. But the- well, there's really some terrible, <laughs> terrible dancing. But I want to just to to talk briefly about this whole spotting Anna Lee as a as a waitress on the. No, I think what she was, she was just she about? just had drinks. Well, she, uh, she, and, but and then I, he goes and accosts a waitress who, who's wearing a white who's top. Who's wearing a white top and has her hair. It was in, all a bit too. It was all a bit, and I didn't even get the point of it. You know, no. what, what was the? Is, is Anna Lee fleeing to the Isle of Wight? Why? Not, not exactly going very far, is she? I mean, it just it just felt a bit sort of almost like Hitchcockian, and it's. It's like, like vertigo. And it's like you, living a lie. They, you've got all these extras. They could have got extras that looks look the part, like lots of Hooray Henrys or lots of like Sloan Rangers and everything. But no, you had like the floor was filled with this like motley crew of selections. Yeah. So where, is this a regular thing that they have on the Isle of Wight ferry? <laughs> no, I don't think it is. It's like, I don't think is it a booze, a booze <laughs> cruise. Ceiling does. Yes. But then there's, there's a couple of women sitting in the back of the scene <laughs> I mean, drinking a, a cup, cup of tea and, tea and a, a bun. bun. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's supposed to be a glamorous nightclub, and it's yeah. just like. No, <laughs> it's just mad. So Leo's thinking he's seen at Annalee, which Annalee was there, and then the sort of when he goes through the throng of dancers, <laughs> that's how it has it. While he goes through the throng of dancers, he accosts this a, 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 a waitress and who looks from behind very similar with the hair and all that sort of thing, hair and blouse mm. and bottoms and things. <laughs> uh, I, so, just, I just didn't really understand what the point of that was. It just felt completely out of place in this. <laughs> This whole thing. <laughs> then we have another quite slight uh, scene, which is really amusing, where Leo and Amanda are playing spin the bottle. Yeah, I mean that was the that was one of the most uncomfortable <laughs> things I have seen in a very long time. There is just something weird about two people playing spin the bottle. I just can I just. I just it cringed the, the, the my way through that. The plays of Andrew. She, she's giving it Francesca all. Francesca Gonshaw. She's giving it. She's giving it all. Well, oh, she's she's putting her all into it because there's Leo in his pants and, <laughs> and socks. She's there. And a, she's on a bra and bra and panties. Bra and panties. And she says, "Oh, I could, I've got one earring to take off." <laughs> so and then they consummate consummate their relationship. And the following day, when they're waking up with. Leo, sort of. I'm not sure if this is Leo's first time or not. Well, I always thought that he and Abby might have got jiggy with got it. Jiggy I don't think it. they did though. They were just friends, but I think they it may have gone further. I don't know. Well, she was pregnant for a lot of it. Um, men, sort of. And then a mother for the rest of it. <laughs> yes. um, so, and then the wake up and Amanda proposes to him, and then 
there's another soupy dramery thing where they go straight away, straight to the yeah. registry office with no witnesses and get married. So it's it's is is the Isle of Wight actually an offshoot of Nevada, <laughs> where you can get married without giving any notice? Any notice? Or well, I think it's, 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 there's two weeks' notice in the UK. There is. So it's, it's 28 days' notice in the. Or I think you can go to Scotland and do it. That's Gretna Green. But I think the Isle of Wight is part of England. <laughs> you, don't to, you don't have to go to Gretna Green to get married in Scotland. There are other places in Scotland where you can get married. Yeah, but Gretna like every Gre- town. Gretna Green seems to be the. Um, well, the reason for that, just a little bit of history. The reason why Gretna Green becomes became synonymous with marriage mm-hmm. is because the law in Scotland. At the time when it became synonymous with marriage was slightly different to the laws in England. In England and Wales at the time, you couldn't get married without your parents' consent until you were 18. In Scotland, you could get married without your parents' consent when you got to 16. So eloping couples uh, could get married without the consent of one or other of the partner's parents if presumably they were under age. So Mm. teenage couples would go to Gretna Green. Gretna Green is sort of like the, the first place you get to when you cross the cross the border. Yeah. And that's why Gretna Green have became synonymous because that's where eloping couples would, would go to because they could legally get Do you married. still have to give a notice period of fourteen days? Yes, you always right. you've always had to give give a notice period and it's now as far as as far as I'm aware it's twenty eight days that you have oh, to give oh. notice notice oh, gosh. oh wow. So anyway, so <laughs> Leah and Amanda are married in yesterday's clothes i don't understand that either because if they were staying over at the flat they would have had a change of clothes you would have thought so <laughs> but she's in her ball gown and he's in his tuxedo of the, <laughs> of, like, of oh. the night before on the on the party boat <laughs> i hope the cream bun was nice for the yeah. ladies that were behind there yeah and of course this is actually we, we suddenly seem to have rushed to the finale of the the grand climax of that whole episode of, is is this this marriage? But we can't we we can't uh, not mention Polly. Polly. So Polly has had a letter. It looks like this, a hand. This was and this this came after her falling to the floor, floor and foaming at the this, mouth. This is the following. This is the following day, um, and she receives this letter um, and from the bank from the bank and works out that and she phones the bank. Yes, and uh, is told that um, a hundred thousand pound, over a hundred thousand pounds. Jehelshmoo has withdrawn over a hundred thousand pounds in cash, and she's trying to locate her husband. Yeah, but I couldn't. I didn't really understand that why she suddenly she she was suddenly going on about a delayed flight from Zurich and was Gerald on it and. Oh, it seemed to come out of nowhere a little bit. Well, because Gerald made a point of writing down his flight numbers and his flight times when he was uh, when they were leaving, in case she was she was interested where he was, because obviously he's he's up to his. But eyeball. then it turns out that he wasn't on the flight, so I don't know why he would have done that if he wasn't planning on being on the hmm. flight. Unless his plans change, and we might find all that out in the next episode. Yeah, I mean, it will all be explained. It all, it's all going to be explained away in quite like. <laughs> But 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 Polly has another soap opera panto moment. Just yeah. <gasps> looks straight into the camera in tears and goes, "Help me, oh help me, Gerald," or something like that. <laughs> looking straight at us, and so does she need our help? It's the dress at us. She's breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. So, 
I, I think we've we've covered all the all the the, the key points in here. Uh, Kate gives gives uh, Jack uh, sort of a good talking to, um, and saying that just reminding him after he's whinging about Jan taking over, sort of binds the business. She said, well, remember, she is my daughter. He's <laughs> like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and there's a little bit more jiggery pokery with uh, Sir Edward and Jan. Um, yeah, well, yes, it's one of those things that he isn't turns it, up. That, that he turns Jan's fretting about um, Anna Lee. Uh, Sir Gerald, not um, what's his name, Sir Edward. Sir Edward turns up, um, but I think we seem to be missing the fact that uh, Sir Edward is Jan's financial backer <laughs> she so carefully the, says let's, let's so not the, talk about business <laughs> yeah so so the designer doing a bunk <laughs> is actually looks. sort of quite a germane thing to bring to the attention <laughs> of your financial backer yes but we'll avoid but Jan that. seems to think that because now she's got the money Sir Edward's money, she can do what the well, heck she, wants. she likes. But, with it, with it. He's invested in he's invested in, in a in a boutique and sort of a fashion design house. She spent the Which money is... buying a boat, a boat uh, yacht. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's getting on our nerves a little bit because obviously her husband's died, and I don't. I can understand that she she may feel guilt and she's channeling that over to. Um, to, to to the lovely Ken, yeah, but but she's planning to she's threatening him with selling her shares and yeah, leisure he wants, cruise. He wants to, to buy those shares to, to Relton, and uh, but if they're both if they're co-directors of leisure cruise, then he can stop her selling sell, selling her <laughs> shares. Um, <laughs> well, we we won't go to the the the, the, <laughs> yeah, the drama. Been there, been there, done been that. There, it done doesn't that. it doesn't it doesn't do you any favors trying yeah. to. So, so, to work out the the dealings. So Polly's having a bit of a dramatic moment, and she's 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 had more screen time in this episode than she has pretty much the entire se- this entire series. Um, Jan is becoming power victim, sort of yeah, sort of girl w- g- girl, girl boss. <laughs> yeah. She's channeling it in her Spice Girl. I thought Spice Girl should be. Fashion spice. Fashion spice. <laughs> Shoulder pad spice. <laughs> but no, it's very. It, 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 it's really, really. It was really enjoyable. It was well shot. There was lots of out, out, outside shots as well. So, which always makes it look nice when, it, when the weather's good. Yeah. And um, yeah, the cinematography was good. The direction, mm, not so sure about. That there was a little c- bit, you know, over that, or some of that over the topness could have been wound yeah. down a little. So I think someone, so <laughs> I think someone was, at, at sort of, uh, they'd maybe they did an exchange from sort of like Crossroads Motel. <laughs> so <laughs> drama series, yeah. sort of like someone said, "Oh, should we do a job swap?" Yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway. But anyway, it was it was delightful. It was very delicious, and it was great fun. And this episode got twelve million viewers when it aired. Really? Oh my gosh! Mm. That is a hell of a lot. That is a lot. So yes, yeah. Polly brings them in. Yes, Polly. <laughs> so anyway, dear listeners, you've heard us wittering on about the glorious, glorious uh, Howard's way. 
What did you think of the episode? Inbox us, like, subscribe, all that shiz. Um, and it's Jonathan signing off. Farewell. And this is Rob saying bye-bye. bye-bye.